Yeah. You guys have actor exercises? Are there actor exercises? What is that? Lemon, lemon, lemon face, line face. Ooh, ah, ooh. I never do any of those. Maybe that's why I'm not getting acting work. Because I, I don't do the stupid warm-ups. All right, all right. Be Ben. Be Ben. Hey, guys. Welcome. Oh, I'm being Jonathan. What about, what is it? Lemon face? Lion lemon face, lion face. Mm, ah, mm, ah. This is great for the audio listener. Okay. <laughs> so you ready to go? Yes. Hey Geekscapists, welcome to episode 158 of Geekscape. This is your movies, video games, and comic book podcast where we cover the latest news and reviews. I'm Jonathan London, your host, and every week I'm joined with a special guest host who has insight in the world of movies, video games, and comics. But comic. this week he has me! <laughs> this is Ben Dunn, who you guys know very well. He was on the very first episode of Geekscape over three years ago. And here oh, we Jesus. are. <laughs> that makes it sad when you say it like that, it really doesn't it? It really does. <laughs> here we are. We've gone through tons of changes. Um, and i got to tell you guys, I really missed you. The past two weeks, we've been at South by Southwest giving you guys tons of content. I hope you guys have been checking out the new site. I hope you guys have been enjoying the new site. But we're back to our lo-fi <laughs> podcast. That doesn't mean that the HD content and the interviews and the reviews and all that stuff on the new site is going to slow down or stop. But we got to give you guys back a Geekscape show, right. like this the is, flagship this is has OG. to come back. <laughs> OG, we got to, we got to, we got to keep feeding what's been working, right? Sporadically working, right? <laughs> um, we'll see if this episode will be like synced up properly. <laughs> if you're new to Geekscape, uh, you guys can check out our website at Geekscape.net, We've which got is awesome. Tons of little content and stuff like that. Um, ben, how do you like the new site? Like, I got to tell it. you, it's doing really well. Yeah, I love the fact it's fast. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks great, and all this user-generated content on it, so mm-hmm. great. Well, uh, Jarrett's doing a good job of m- keeping the site going, and we've got improvements constantly coming. So we're trying to we're trying to get to all the bugs that mm-hmm. have been submitted. On top of that, I think Jared uh, Gerard 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 is our designer, and uh, and our good buddy um, Ivan Kander have done a really good job of setting up the design, tweaking yeah. the design, and making a good-looking site. So guys. Keep visiting. The site will get uh, nicer and nicer, but it will only do so with your input. So right. keep emailing me at Jonathan at Geekscape.net if you guys have any bugs or suggestions or things that you'd like to see. And we're just going to keep uh, putting Shut the site together. Uh, it's who, representative who new... of you guys. It's representative yeah. of the Geekscape. So it's important to hear from you guys. Who did the new titles? I love the new titles. Ivan Kander. Really? Yeah, the, the HD stuff. Yeah. Um, Ivan and I have talked about doing, you know, because I know some of you guys don't miss the new song, the, the full song. Some of you guys do miss the full song. Ivan and I had planned out an entire animation thing for the new song, for the full song, but uh, it, it would require me to shoot some of it on my end, get it to him to put through mm-hmm. After Effects. It's just a matter of getting that done. I. I don't know if we'll ever see it. <laughs> I don't know if we'll ever see it, but um, I, I want. I mean, it'll be nice to have a cool title, uh, you know, animation and all that. Um, but I like all in time, Ben. What have you been up to? It's been a while since you've been on the show. It's true. It's been a while since the show has been on the show. <laughs> but uh, how have you been up to? I've been uh, I've been working. I've been actually. It's funny. A couple weeks ago, I was actually thinking to myself if I had an agent anymore. Because I hadn't heard from him in uh-huh. like since October. Wow! Since the last time he sent me out, and uh, the same day that I was thinking, I wonder if I have an agent. I get a call from him saying, um, "So, and this actually, this is uh, he's he's a mem- he's an agent at the agency that I'm with. Mm-hmm. I'm not actually signed with him, right? Because he's the theatrical. I'm only signed commercially. But uh, he sent me out. He sent me out on a on a pilot for USA mm-hmm. back in October. Which the casting director liked me, but they went a different way. Um, which I don't know what that means. I don't know if they went black. It's just, or if they it's went just a way of putting you down easy. Right. Just, you know. Exactly. You obviously went another way. <laughs> exactly. I'm not, I'm not showing not up to paid. set. I didn't get a call sheet, so I guess you did go another way. That's fine. I still showed up in St. in St. Louis, San Francisco, <laughs> uh-huh. on the first day of shooting, and they were like, "What are you doing here? How did you even know about it?" And like, I'm with Geekscape. I know things. <laughs> um, Geeks will get you that sort. It's true. So what happened? So uh, he he called me up and asked me if I could get to the Fox lot the next day to uh, audition for a 
I don't know if it's a cameo or a walk-on. Mm -hmm. It's an under five, which means under five lines mm -hmm. in uh, one of the movies. Do you, have mem do you have memorization trouble there? Uh, okay. For two lines, no. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm good okay. <laughs> with two lines. But um, I, I went there. It was kind of awesome because I've never been on the Fox lot before. Mm -hmm. And you never feel like a real, like, you're making it until you go onto a, a studio lot. Yeah. And uh, You never feel like uh, you lost all hope until you're walking off of a Until you're walking off the studio lot. It's been my recent experiences, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> but the great thing about my auditions, I always feel good afterwards because, mm -hmm. you know, I see my competition. And there's not very many people in L.A. who are my size who can act. I'm sure. There, like, there are people who are overweight, but, like, I'm, I'm a pretty big guy. Mm -hmm. So, like, for this role, um, what's really funny is after, uh, there's this guy who I had met before um, on a previous audition, and, like, he also does I.O. stuff, which is Improv Olympic. It's right. It's another thing I do. You I still had, do that? I do. Okay. I just, my uh, new team just had their first show on Thursday, and it went horribly, but whatever. <laughs> um... So this guy, like, I, I've known him around, and, like, we... Hey, man. Hey. Yeah, exactly. Hey, One I'm of those cool. things. Yeah, He's like, so, go. what's going on? And, like, you know, we'll get back to that later. So the audition went really good. Well. The audition Whatever. Went well. Yeah. Um, and, but I got a call from my agent the next day saying, good news is, casting director, you're her top choice for the role. Bad news is, production doesn't want to fly you out, so they're casting locally. Ooh. Because it's in, shooting in Louisiana. And it's so another like, five. Yeah, it's under five. So they're like, why Why would we, we yeah, spend we the money to send them out yeah. and send them back? And I'm like, I'll drive. I'll drive. You'll fly. Yeah. I mean, with the gas prices, driving is not nearly... True. <laughs> it's a bit more expensive than flying at this point. Yeah, but, but uh, so this dude that I was auditioning with, I uh, Gilmore and I actually watched Gamer the next night. And he's the big fat guy Ramsey. in Gamer. Ramsey. Yeah, I know Ramsey. You know Ramsey. Yeah. Oh, he, see, he, Ramsey knows everyone. Ramsey used to be a bouncer at um, at the Knitting Factory in Hollywood. He used to bounce. Yeah, well, at the Knitting Factory in he's Hollywood. Such a nice guy. I can't when imagine I, well, when him. I would, go, well, he was like the ticket. You know what I mean? He was like the ticket okay. guy. And, and whenever I'd go see a band at Knitting Factory, I'd mm -hmm. always talk to Ramsey for a bit. And he also does stand up. Yeah, so, he does. Yeah, I know Ramsey more. Okay. I know Ramsey. That's funny. We're Facebook friends. Wow. Uh huh. I'm not even Facebook friends with him. I should. So, uh, so you go there, you see Ramsey hanging see, out there. Yeah, I see Ramsey. That was really cool. I also saw Manny uh, mm -hmm. from uh, Modern Family. Okay. The little, the little uh, Mexican kid, Cuban kid. Okay. He was walking around looking like a big pimp. That's yeah. funny. Yeah. So what happened? Um, so that didn't go well. Um, I mean, it went well, but it didn't. Then I got a call yesterday from my agent saying, "I'm, you know, can you make it out to an audition at 4:30?" for this uh, ABC Family pilot. Oh. I'm like, all right, reoccurring character, of course I, I can. I don't want to wait for it. It's all I can think of like, when I think ABC Family. I think of like kids like on their street at night and like looking through each other's windows. Like I always think no, of like that ABC, soft. ABC Family is the like soft core teen. Yeah, I thought it was like Dawson's Creek type no, stuff. No, it's oh, more okay. like, because that's, ABC Family is like Greek and oh. this new uh, The Secret Life of American Teenager, which I've seen clips of on The Soup and it just looks like, the writing looks horrible, and oh, no. I don't know how it's oh, in its no. second season. But anyway, it's for the it's it a pilot for that. Uh huh. Does it? I don't know. It's not an ABC Family. I don't know. No, I have to watch it to see if it does. No. Um, <laughs> American teenager. Just take Gilmore's word for it. But yeah, so this so this audition, um, a lot more lines, a lot more memorization in the same day, but it went well. Um, I can't really tell you what it's sure really, no. characters, but but Donkey Lips was there auditioning for the same role. That's fucking hilarious. That's how I feel. I feel like I finally coming into my own in Hollywood when I'm going mm. against parts with donkey lips. It's weird. The 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 contextual things that we were like, yeah. oh yeah, there we go. We're, yeah, maybe, exactly. Do you, do you think donkey lips lips walked out of that audition? And goes, oh man, I'm on a decline. Oh yeah. When's this gonna well, stop? Well, we have we have a mutual friend who's told me that like. He had a conversation with, I, I don't even know what his name is, I think it's Michael. DL. Yeah, so he had a conversation with DL like at New Year's uh -huh. a few years back, and it sounded like DL was suicidal. Oh, jeez. Yeah, so I wanted to say hey, um, but I couldn't remember his name, and I didn't want to call him Donkey Lips, because I'm called, sure yeah. that would ruin his day. And like, But maybe it would have screwed up his audition, and I would have gotten the role. Did you not get the role? I don't know yet. It was well, yesterday, so well, I probably uh, won't hear from Let's all collectively knock on wood here, Geekscapists. Yeah. Um, but the, but I mean, in my reality, is is Docu Loops is going to try and kill you? 
Donkey Lewis was going to try and eliminate his competition anyway. He he is scary looking. Like Did you he talk had, to he Donkey had a grizzly. I didn't because, like I said, I couldn't remember his name, so okay. I didn't want to just say, hey. "Hey, Donkey Lips, what's up?" But he had like he has this grizzly beard going on, and like he looks like he just woke up. I'm like, well, I guess you don't have to work anymore. But when do residuals stop? Right. Because I don't know like what he's been in. He's been in the Salute Your Shorts. Mm-hmm. He was in the Willies. Which did you ever see the Willies? Great 19 like 90 horror film well awesome you can just go up and say hey we have a mutual friend right mm-hmm. and say yes like i was uh shooting for this band in austin we shot uh, an epk for this band called j roddy in the business who are like really cool uh north carolina band and uh i was shooting them for their label and colin hanks was just hanging out outside oh nice and we have mutual friends mm-hmm. we have like several levels of mutual friends like his friend his roommate from college people I work with uh, on a couple projects, and uh, I just went over and started talking, hey, we have mutual friends, started talking to him, and, uh, and, and he was laughing, he was like, wow, that's a lot of mutual friends, I was like, you need to back the fuck up out of my life, <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and he was pretty funny, we, uh, we passed each other uh, backstage, I had this, I was still had a camera in my hand, we passed each other, he goes, okay, okay, I get it, I get it, <laughs> um, but yeah, I think if you have a mutual friend, you can just go up and say hi. Yeah. Sometimes that mutual friend is. Can a, I just throw is, you out as a mutual friend for just like random stories I meet? I I don't know, man. Um, Colin Hanks was very nice. Fomka Johnson, the mutual friend, was her Boston Terrier. She was at the Hollywood Dog Park, mm-hmm. and mutual friend Boston Terrier. It's like, oh, I got Bostons. You got Bostons. Did and you sniff her butt like Bostons would do? No, no, no. But her, yeah. she's got this dog that has an like an alligator grip. It was like like you get a stick mm-hmm. and you can literally lift the dog clean off the ground. Like Rufus. Like Rufus. Uh, yeah. Ru- Rufus, you can do it with a tennis ball. Yeah. Um, I did that during that Laura's birthday party. Right. Yeah, he didn't like it. Rufus is amazing. Um, so guys, Gilmore is not here right now. Um, he decided that he needed to skip out of the country to see my sister. I I wasn't going to tell you guys the reason why Gilmore is not here taping but the show, matter. but. Um, He's. I'm sorry. He's currently with Ben's sister out of the country. Um, yeah. How, how is that going? Like, how is it's the fine. how is the road to brother-in-lawhood with Gilmore going? <laughs> I mean, we should do a segment every time you're on the show that's called Ben Dunn's Road to Gilmore Brother-in-lawhood. I'm and like, numb. You're numb to I'm it. I'm numb to it right now. Like, I'm glad that they're happy together, and that's really all that matters. Mm-hmm. Um, as long as I don't hear about. Sex life, though, I do have. Well, to he's say told this. me a couple things, so I got to tell you. Uh, they, no, I'm, kidding. Oh, no, 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 I, I'm, I'm no. kidding. I'm kidding. No, I, I do not want to. I do want. I do want to yeah. say this. Uh, what is it? I want to show you a photo. Um, okay. this is great. So I get a text can from we, can my we, sister. Can you email me this photo for me to put yeah. in the episode? Yeah. So I get a, a, a text from my sister yesterday, and she's like, my, "Okay, so backstory: My girlfriend loves unicorns. Loves unicorns. So she sent me this photo of. I don't know if you can see it there." But she's like, it's a unicorn for Celeste. And it's this photo. What You're going to put it up on the screen. Mm-hmm. Um, do you recognize what that is? Hold on. I'm, I'm enlarging it. Did I enlarge it properly? I don't know what you did. You, there, there, you there it is. Take a look at that gorgeous. Do you, do you yeah, recognize? Yeah, it's a, it's a unicorn logo. And and then... it's, a, it's a unicorn um, vibrating those bullet. Are, yeah. What? Yeah, those are... Those, yeah, they're sex toys. So... I get these things. From oh wow! Them. Yeah. Now, now that I know what it is, I can tell. Like, yeah, that thing in the middle looks like a Dalek. It does look like a Dalek. From and Dr. I think that's Who. what attracted her originally because my sister loves Daleks, but she sees the unicorn. That one on the right is definitely a unicorn yeah. dildo. <laughs> I don't know it's how. Like I don't know how that would feel. Unicorn dildo. Um. So you gonna purchase this product? Well, like, no. I'm really afraid that she did though. That your sister did. And then I think I'm like, wait, my sister's. With Brian right now. Wait, my sister's with Brian in a sex shop. Right oh jeez, I'm really. I'm, oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I, so I'm, I'm like, sorry. I'm sorry. They're onion, maybe, onion maybe, layers. Maybe they're trying to trying to find him a nice costume to wear. You know what I From mean? From Leg Alley. Yeah. Leg Avenue. Like a nice little costume, like a like a like a little Maid. mini like a little mini bat suit or vampire suit or something. You know what I mean? For his penis. I'm not going to go there, but it sounds like in your in your in your quiet alone times, <laughs> you go to a very dark place in which it's just it, the it worst. revolves around that. It's just the worst. No, it doesn't revolve around that. But it's you got you would be cool. With, I mean, they're happy. I like yeah, them. absolutely. And Gilmore. like I I hope that it goes well, and I hope they get married because Brian would be a great brother-in-law. Glad it's you, man. Uh, <laughs> glad, glad it's you, man. 
Uh, glad I got a brother. Um, uh-huh. Guys, uh, we got to get on the show. Yeah, I mean, no, this, this I is a movie, this video is... game, and comic book podcast. We got to talk went. movies and, and video games and comics. Yes. Uh, we went to see How to Train Your Dragon. This is the new DreamWorks animation. It's mm-hmm. got like Jay Baruchel's voice. Who else is in it? Um, uh, Gerard Butler. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Craig Ferguson. Uh, American Ferreira. Okay, and then uh, and then Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill and uh, and oh, T.J. Miller from I.O. or uh, Cloverfield, mm-hmm. and uh, she's out of my league. Which, why why are these all these actors all working together all the time? Hey man, you hook each other up with gigs. I know. Um, but How to Train Your Dragon is is like a kids movie, and it's in three mm-hmm. D, and it's about a village, uh, a Viking village that is having trouble with dragons, and right. there are different types of dragons, and the whole thing is. You grow up to fight dragons, right. and we have this uh, th- this this main character that Jay Baruchel does the Hiccup. the voice for, uh, Hiccup, mm-hmm. and hi- his dad is like the greatest Viking in the village. He, yeah. on the other hand, is a scrawny wimp, right. and his dragon training or his dragon fighting Viking training is coming up. Mm-hmm. He's an embarrassment to his dad, and his dad goes off to fight the the dragons and says, like. I don't think you're ready for training, right. but he's got to go through with it. Mm-hmm. And in the course of the movie, he's befriended the, one of the most elite types of dragons that he injured in the very beginning. What is it, Night Terror? Like a Night Terror. Is that what it's called? The, these, these, terror? Are the, these dragons have never been seen by anybody. They don't know anything about them. He mm-hmm. happens to use this half-assed weapon that he's been designing. He just shoots it off to, into the sky. He shoots it off into the sky, accidentally hits one, tracks mm-hmm. it down the next day, and sees that it's injured. They mm-hmm. form a friendship. He then understands that dragons aren't necessarily there to to, mm-hmm. to to destroy the village and steal all the the sheep and the cows. The dragons themselves have to do it to a, you know it, it's a it's a it, it, I don't want to ruin anything Spoiler for it, but, alert. but but I got to tell you guys that this movie was so sweet. It was it was uh, a it was a boy and his dog movie. Yes, uh, Laura it said it was like the Black Stallion. Yeah, exactly. That's you know? a, that's exactly what it was, and it was gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Like. I, I don't know. With DreamWorks, it's always kind of hit or miss with me. Right, because they can give you a Monsters and Aliens. Right, and then... Or robots, and then they can give you something like this, which I thought was amazing. Yeah, exactly, and... They had Roger Deakins, who's like a really respected uh, DP in Hollywood. He shot some of your, like, amazing movies. They had him as a consultant on some Mm -hmm. of the visual uh, elements of the movie. Which definitely worked. Guys, this, this... You guys are about to yell at me. Um... Remember Avatar? Remember how I really hate the fact that for like uh, what felt what felt like half the movie, the dude mm-hmm. is like learning to ride a horse, then learning to ride a pterodactyl. Right. This movie, the majority of this movie is the relationship between this guy and his dragon, this kid and his dragon, right. and learning to train it, learning to ride it. Mm-hmm. But the way they develop it, in and out of the story, and in and out of the plot of him growing up, having mm-hmm. to fall into being the son of the greatest dragon hunter discovering himself discovering himself making a friendship mm-hmm. it was so much better done in my opinion i well, thought it, i thought it, i thought it, i thought the movie the 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 story didn't stop right. to tell that to, to to show you that bit but nothing it just kept going it, it, it was yeah but at the same time avatar the move avatar wasn't about him learning to ride a horse or learning, right. it, those were it should have been tools right it, they should have been Right, they were tools. So those, they the horse and but the, I, and but the I pterodactyl. Saw them as they diverg- I, but I saw them as divergent to the plot. Yeah, it was. You know I, mean? I mean, it was. It was definitely let's show off the technology. Right, and this one does a great job of showing off the technology, mm-hmm. showing off the story. The writing I felt was tight, and everything was in service to the end goal. And I yeah. was like, man, this this was a well written movie, and, and it has a lot of training in it. It has yeah. a lot of montage in it and the kind of stuff that you'd see in like an origin story and people uh-huh. are like oh superhero movies you always have to sit for 40 minutes for an origin story it, but you're engaged the, the entire time engaged and the it's, whole time you know it's only it, the runtime's only the uh what 138 minutes i yeah. think so it's a nice no, 138 tight... minutes is a lot you're talking about 98 minutes right i got you. i guess it is i, I guess it, it is it's it two up, hour yeah that's not, this no, movie I was get... about an hour and a half and is it yeah, dude, we went in there, and the movie, was, I, I checked yeah, it out. Yeah. yeah, so it's just an hour and a half long, and, you know, they fill up every single space of it, and you never once feel like you're like, all right. And, like, the thing I hate Get about going to, uh, we went to see a matinee of it. Right. The thing I hate about seeing matinees with kids, at kids' movies, is just the kids are loud, and mm-hmm. they're usually not paying attention. Honestly, I think there was one moment in this entire movie where there was some there was a kid, like, Crying be, being, being a kid. Yeah, being being a kid. 
So all the kids were like engaged. completely engaged, and mm -hmm. as was I. Like I forgot that I was seeing a kids movie, and yeah, you're usually much louder, man. It's true. Well, Jonathan was quiet too. Yeah, I was quiet too. He, well, was only, I, like, I kept whispering to Laura that the dragons kept reminding us of our dogs, and I was like, oh, I it's true. My dogs. Like if you if you've had a dog, if you've ever like raised an animal, like it's gonna touch you <laughs> because like they're and the flying sequences in they're this great. movie. What a brilliant use of 3D. Mm -hmm. Like, it wasn't gaggy. It yeah. was like, it's just there to put you in the perspective. Mm -hmm. It was great. And the character designs. It wasn't afraid to go dark at times. It wasn't right. afraid to, you know. But yeah, the, the flying sequences were exhilarating. The, the story kept up at a, at a clip. And I want to know more about the dragons. It was economic. Like, it, it had a really great world where you have the yeah, Vikings, the you, have, you have their culture, you have this whole bit with mm -hmm. the dragons in there. You, you learn a little bit about their hierarchy. And uh, I think it's a great movie for your kids, and I think yeah. it's a, I think you guys would actually enjoy Absolutely. this. So, um, if and you're it redeemed for a Gerard fun child movie. Okay, that's what you want to see. Yeah, you it really... redeemed Gerard Butler in my eyes because I had you... no idea it was Gerard Butler as I was watching. Yeah, movie. well, I was just watch like I knew it was Gerard Butler, and at the same time, like I was just thinking, man needs to just do voiceovers from now on because he has a great in his voice. original accent. Yeah, he has a great voice and he has a great presence, mm -hmm. but like he needs to stop doing these stupid. Have you called his his representatives about it? I like, really should. Have you talked to him about like, hey, I just hey. saw the bounty hunter and I just saw. I uh, saw the ugly truth. Okay. And what I mean, why, why, I did, why did you see the ugly truth? Um, well, it was on Netflix Instaview, and, and you know, we were me and the girlfriend were spending some time together, so. We watched it. I let uh, I I I said, okay, I'll watch it with Couldn't you. Couldn't you have had a, like a meaningful conversation, found out more than her, than than turn on the boob tube and watch the awful truth? No, um, but what, it was. What did you discover about each other wearing the awful? We the discovered awful that we both hated, hated that the awful truth. <laughs> we both. Hated You're not gonna that go movie. see the bounty hunter. No. Okay. No, and like, what happened to him? Did he get stung? Did he get stung <laughs> by a bee? Stung by bees? Well, and he, yeah, he's. <laughs> His face, like I shouldn't be making fun of anyone's weight, granted. But at the same time, like, this is, this yeah, yeah. is Leonidas. Gerard, Gerard Butler's watching this movie, being like, "Did your entire body get stung by these <laughs> kids?" Yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Luke Wilson. Oh, like Luke Wilson in these Sprint commercials or the AT and T commercials? The AT and T commercials. He's like, "Hi, I'm Luke Wilson. Been soaking in water for the last twenty years, <laughs> and you need to call me on AT and T." It's fine. Let them all get fatter so that. America's eyes will say, you know, what? you know what? Fat people can do. Fat people are pretty too. What's higher been done? Are they going to be saying that, or is Luke Wilson going to be like, "Shit, I'm in an audition with this asshole in Donkey yeah. Whips"? <laughs> pretty, pretty soon you're going to be sitting in an audition with Luke Wilson, and you're going to be like, "Wow, that's Luke Wilson in Donkey Whips. I got to beat them out for a role." Then you're going to think better of your acting career because you're like, "Wow, I'm competing against Luke Wil uh, Luke Wilson for this role." <laughs> it's gonna be you and Luke Wilson and like Kirstie Alley. You know who drag. did the opposite though? Is you saw Terminator Three, right? Yeah. Do you remember Chris Hardwick in that movie? No. Chris Hardwick played like one of the consultants for the for the 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 people who made Skynet. Okay. And, like he, had, I don't know how many lines he had, but he was he was a character that he was, was in chubby? and out. He was chubby. This is after that that love. This was after. Line? Yeah, he went from uh, he went from singled called? out, skinny singled out to. Terminator Three. He wasn't. He wasn't necessarily fat, but he was right, heavier. Right. And now he's back down to like fighting weight. And she's just like, what? What happened? Because I was just watching. I'm like, is that Chris Hardwick in a fat well, suit? No way. What is that? Well, uh, you do not have to compete against him. No. Um, but we we liked this movie. Had a trainer dragon. Yes. Um, while I was in Austin, I went to see an, another movie about animation. I went to see this movie that came out in limited theaters this past weekend called. Waking Sleeping Beauty. This is a movie by this guy Don Hahn, who was a producer on a lot of Disney films. He's still a producer. He's producing Frank and Weenie with Tim Burton. Uh, the yeah, they're doing. Wasn't stuff. that his first movie? They're doing. A, Tim Burton did a short mm -hmm. after uh, he was at Disney. Left Disney. Mm -hmm. um, they pretty much. Okay, I'll tell you the story. Okay. This movie, um, Waking Sleeping Beauty, is a documentary done by this guy Don Hahn, and he found home video footage. Uh, it's all footage. It's no talking heads. It's all footage uh, from the time um, with a couple of voiceovers f from interviews that he had done where he just set up a microphone and interviewed him and used the voiceover but didn't set up a camera. Mm -hmm. And he got really candid material from people like Jeffrey Katzenberg, uh, Michael Eisner, um, uh, Roy Disney, um, Roy Disney Jr., Walt's nephew. 
And basically the movie starts uh, where you see this home video footage that this uh, employee in Disney Animation and John Lasseter, who now runs Disney Animation and ran Pixar mm -hmm. for a while, um, they're shooting it on their last week of work because they've both been fired. It's against company policy. They're going to shoot home video footage. Mm -hmm. Who cares? And they found this stuff. And you see people like Tim Burton at like the age of 20, 21 working in Disney Animation. Mm -hmm. The state of Disney Animation at that time is the early 80s. Disney is making all their money off of live action, stuff like Splash. Right. And um, they're in the middle of doing the Dark Cauldron, the Black Cauldron, mm -hmm. right? And they're going to go into Basil of Baker Street, which is the Great Mouse Detective. Right. And, and people do not see a light at the end of the tunnel for Disney Animation. They're thinking about shutting down the animation department. Mm -hmm. And the people who are the proponents to it are Roy Disney, who is on the uh, is on the the board with Don Miller, who uh, is um, is married to uh, Walt's daughter, and so it was like you know Walt's nephew and Walt's son-in-law on the board. They're fighting. Finally, they bring in Eisner, mm -hmm. and uh, and and this other individual um, whose name is escaping, but he's very important. He just doesn't have the ego to put himself out there like. Michael Eisner did, Katzenberg did, mm -hmm. uh, Roy Disney did. Um, so they're going to close the animation department. They bring in Eisner uh, and this other individual. They bring in Katzenberg, and Eisner says, that's your problem right there. He points to the animation building and says, this is what you're dealing with. Mm -hmm. Roy Disney is in charge of it. It's, it. That's what I want you to take care of. They move animation off the lot. They put it in a bunch of warehouses in Burbank. This is the early 80s. Marvel, right. like Disney stock's not doing well. The right. animations are all tanking. They're spending tons of money on their cartoons. And they're like, you know what? The employees all thought they didn't have any any days. Like they were, they thought they were going to be fired, mm -hmm. right? So Katzenberg and, and Roy Disney just kind of go, okay, we, we got to wake up Sleeping Beauty. We got to turn this place around. And um, they start to hire people from Broadway. To uh, they, they start to do things differently. They cut the hell out of Black Cauldron. They turn they they change Basil Baker Street to Great Mouse yes. Detective. They hire a little This CGI is all before um, The Little Mermaid. Right, right. right. They hire a little CGI company mm -hmm. that's been doing Listerine commercials called Pixar mm -hmm. to start working on Rescuers Down Under sequences, like mm -hmm. flying sequences. And so they have those two movies coming out in 89, Rescuers Down Under and Little Mermaid. Mm -hmm. Maybe I get my dates off by a year or two. But they hired this guy from Broadway to do Little Mermaid score and... Mm -hmm. That movie comes out and does awesome. The Beauty and the Beast was going to be just straightforward narration, no music, and it the first twenty minutes sucked. Right. They scrapped the entire thing, fired everybody, and redid. And redid it with the, they pulled this this guy who had done all the music for Little Mermaid. He was already working on Aladdin. They pulled him off Aladdin and had him do Beauty and the Beast. And Beauty and the Beast wins like you know gets like Oscar nominated for Best Picture. Mm -hmm. Aladdin opens It's like $200 million movie It's the biggest animated movie Of all time And now you're cooking You've got Lion King coming And we all know what that did mm -hmm. uh, And Disney Animation Just starts doing other things They, they do um, uh, Nightmare Before Christmas They start going out To more creative people And bringing right. them in But but the story is great The story is During the, that time You see Katzenberg And Eisner And Roy Disney Start to fight You know mm -hmm. they, they, The egos start to come out if you, it's like, it's like a, a studio like that needs a chairperson, and they were all kind of right. fighting over who that was going to be, right? Mm -hmm. um, and, and you know, and, and you see things kind of get nasty, even when things are going great. And the greatest, the, the saddest part of the movie is, I, I think you guys should all watch this movie if you're interested in Hollywood. Like all, all the books I read are Hollywood books. Mm -hmm. You guys should all um, see this movie if you're interested in film, uh, because it shows you like the ten-year cycle, like early '80s. Things sucked, right? Mm -hmm. And then they, 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 they started rehiring people who actually could make the right decisions, and the studio soared. And then because the studio soared, the egos came into play, right? and things started to crumble again. And then you, you hire the Pixar people to come in. Mm -hmm. Now they're running Disney Animation, and things are going well again. So that's, it, it really showed you an insight to the cyclical nature of Hollywood. You know, no, yeah. and the egos and this and that, and I think it did a really good job. I was mm -hmm. totally into it, and um, and there's some really heartfelt moments. Like, uh, like you see that the composer, one of the composers for Beauty and the Beast and Aladdin and and uh, and um, and uh, Little Mermaid, they're doing they're doing risky things. Like they 
they showed a cut of Beauty and the Beast at the closing night of the New York Film Festival, mm-hmm. and it wasn't finished. It was literally the pencil animations. Wow. And it got a standing ovation. Wow. And they rushed to the hospital to tell him how it went, and the guy was dying of AIDS that night. Mm-hmm. And it's the saddest thing ever, because they're, like, they're like, how did we know that this was going to work? And he's like, I knew. And he died that night. Wow. And so you get stories like that, and... Um, so I mean it really was a pretty in-depth look I don't think Brent Moore liked it but I loved it um, and I think it's coming out on video soon I know it's playing in a couple cities so mm-hmm. Waking Sleeping Beauty um, South by Southwest was fun you'll get that content on the site but <laughs> we gotta keep talking about what's going on right now and that means like the Scott Pilgrim trailer uh, what do you think of the Scott Pilgrim trailer I've read all the Scott Pilgrim yeah, books that are out so too. far and then I've read the script to this I haven't read the script Scott so Pilgrim trailer. Um, Your thoughts? I have mixed feelings. Hmm. I Why? Think, well, I think that it looks great. Mm-hmm. Um, the fight sequences look fantastic for yes. what it is. Um, I don't like the focus that they had at the beginning, and I know it was. I know what they were you trying to do. You got to ease people into it. That yeah. they're easing. Well, also like Easing maybe trying to trick into people into it's like. Oh, you think that it's one thing, but no, it's Scott Pilgrim. Right. But or you think it's a romantic comedy with Michael Sarah and a girl in it. Right. But no, it's a little weirder than it's, that. Yeah, it's it's way weirder. But at the same time, I kind of like the the performances that were shown in the trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, like I, I love Chris Evans. Chris Evans, right? Dude, Chris Evans is like, so how you been? <laughs> After he's just thrown Scott Pilgrim just, like, like a city block into yeah. a building, he then says, "Hey." You been, I like what, this guy or whatever he says. What you been up to? Right. Like, great. Okay. And like, I, you know, I, I made a point of when I was watching it because I did the geek thing and Hell I yeah, pause paused it. it and I like, paused it on the shot of all seven. Yeah, exactly. That's like, exactly yeah, what I did. I'm like, who's who? Who's yeah. who? And I love the fact that they have the girl who played um, Anne from. Uh, uh, isn't her name Anne from from Arrested uh, Development? Okay. His his blog girlfriend uh-huh. is um, the is what's her name from Demon Head? Right. Yeah, the the ex his his previous girlfriend his previous right. girlfriend who's also her ex, like I I thought that was brilliant casting and I love Mary Louise Winstead so yes isn't it Mary Louise Winstead? yeah the girl who plays Ramona yes um no uh, I'm I'm into it I'm I'm all for the movie I think it's exciting video game story wise and it's uh, Edward Wright so at um at PAX East they've been showing footage from the video game. And they got this dude, uh, Paul Robertson, who did Pirate Babies, Cabana Battle, Street Fight 2006. Have you ever seen that black and white animation? I it's one of those know. badass things you'll ever see on the. Go and Google this Pirate Babies, Cabana, Street Fight 2006. It is an animation, it's a side scroller, and uh-huh. it is one of the baddest ass things you've ever seen. It, it looks like the most perfect 16 bit video games you've ever uh-huh. wanted to play. But it's just an animation. Right. They got that guy to actually do the look of the Scott Pilgrim video game. Oh, really? Yeah, and they, and they, they got um I don't know how you pronounce this name this this uh, chip tune band on yeah. Monaguchi Nacho. Oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. the the guys that thing yeah the they guys got those who guys do they, the music they do all their it's all it's all uh, instruments that they have hooked up to an NES mm-hmm. emulator so. They're, they make guitars sound That's, like eight bit. They're they're doing the music. Nice. Uh, the video game looks awesome. But and and I think the movie looks cool. Uh, I am still on the fence about this air, uh, this M Night Shyamalan's Last Airbender. Keep, new know. trailer coming out. I well, love the series so much. You kind of ruined that. I have to go back and watch that trailer, the new trailer, because it's not the new trailer. It's the second to last. Yeah, the one that was on. How the to new Train trailer. Dragon. I could, yeah, you got to rewatch it. It didn't show I, you that much more than the. But TV it showed them bending, and I was like, okay, I want to see uh, what that looks like. But John's like, oh, hold oh. on, hold on, wait, wait for it, wait for it. <laughs> Do you like how that works? Geekscape is high tech. How high tech is that? <laughs> Wait for it. Move the light. Lights back on. Um, that is called light bending. Mm. I literally bent that light <laughs> and it turned back <laughs> on. <laughs> John <laughs> London, you are <laughs> funny. You are a jolly guest. Um, <laughs> but yes, uh, John's like, hey Ben, you need to watch in the upper left hand corner because you, you can see Appa. I'm like. Yeah, Appa. but it's a I'm different like, trailer. And then there's no, there's no Appa, and oh, I'm just like, I just missed sorry. this entire fucking trailer. You can see that online. Yeah, and like, I don't know. I think it's gonna. I hope it's good because that that animate that animation is right. 
I mean to say the, the cartoon's amazing. The cartoon is awesome. I don't know why. I Here, call here's the thing that we haven't seen yet that I know is in the movie from having read like reviews of test audiences. Mm-hmm. The humor. They're not showing us the humor, and the right. humor is such a huge part it's of the true. series. Like I want to, I want to know that um, the the waterbending kid. What, the, uh, the Sokka. Guy. So I want to know that Sokka's funny. He doesn't waterbend. He's not a waterbender. Right. He's the warrior. Yeah. He's, I want to know he's funny because, and I want to know that the uncle is funny. Iro supposedly is very funny in some of the reviews that I've read, but I am pulling my teeth. Uh, I'm pulling my hair out trying to get mm-hmm. news on. The I just want like, is it? How are they telling the whole story? Are they trying to tell the whole? This story? This is just the first season. This is no. just the water season. Yes, because look at the trailer that we but saw. They didn't, yeah, but they the, showed the bit with the, UA and some of the ending. Sure. The earth bending's not in the That's first season. That's not tough. Oh, it's not tough. That's not tough. That's a good dude. Okay. Um, there's some earth bending in the first season. Uh, guys, you, if you're not watching the Last Airbender, you, if you haven't watched this Avatar: Last Airbender, come on. Yeah. Go and get the what, box set. What are you doing? What are you doing with your it. lives? It's worth that. You got Netflix. Um, casting: Chris Evans is Captain America. Thoughts been done. Go. Okay, uh, I'm all right with it. I love Chris Evans. Like when we interviewed him um, a couple years ago at Comic Con, like I we thought, did. Yeah. Oh shit! For, we interviewed for him push. for Push. Oh. Yeah. And well, I wasn't there. What, what was he like? He was great. He's you know he has he has a perfect sense of humor and he's the same kind of um, actor like Ryan Reynolds. Like I'll let him play any comic book character because he gets it. Right. But that being said. I don't know about him as Steve Rogers. The, the, the reference everybody's throwing out because they're like, oh, can Chris Evans play Steve Rogers? Everybody's talking about um, him in uh, Sunshine. Okay, yes. I mean, he can, play, he can play that character, like the type of like do-gooder. Like, well, he, wasn't, moral... he was a bit of an antagonist to the main character, exactly. but at the end of the day, the mission came first and whatever needed to be done... Remember when they had to get to the other ship? Right. They thought they were gonna, and they were like, without even thinking, he's like, "Fuck it, this guy needs to live." Even though I don't like the guy, he needs to live because the mission comes first. Like, okay, okay so fucking, he played he, he played a similar be... character, but it's that that character's still not Steve Rogers. No, he's but, not. He's not as all American. But like, you got him. We, but you, you I, were yeah, down. I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay. Like, it, it's not. What have you word. not liked him? Cellular. Uh, I didn't even see Cellular. I saw Cellular. I've never. Every single thing I've seen Chris Evans, he's. He's been great. Right. He's been great. And so, like, that's why I'm okay with him being anything. I'm okay with him being any character. Right. But just, I'll need to watch it. You'll need to see it to believe it. I'll need to see it. Especially because it's World War II era. Yeah. It's, well, he starts out as, like, a... Um, as a uh, it's showing the origin. Yeah. Well, they, they tweaked it a little bit because the way that they get him into the costume is they, they have him be, like... Uh, those uh, SO shows or what are those called? Right, USO. USO shows. But, yeah, they have like he... performing and stuff and then he ends up staying in the costume because it inspires the troops. Right. That, well, that's the reason he Makes was in the costume. Sense. I mean... Oh, I thought they just chunked him in there for the comic books. They were like, oh, we need no, a guy No, no, they, expla- they explained it. They in explained the, that the they reason that the USO he, he, show? He, well, no, not the USO that's show. The, but that's they, the bit they added. Yeah, no, yeah. no, no, no. But they, the generals told him that he needs to wear this because he needs to be the figure for... Right for for the armies to rally around. Right, and also because he's a badass. I could be making yeah. this up completely, but that's how it. I um, seem to remember it. I am down for Chris Evans as Captain America. Uh, not that I didn't want to see Jim from The Office. Really, I could see those those. Mm. They, I mean, the casting choices made you crazy. Crazy. And then all of a sudden, out of you know left field, you get Chris Evans, and everybody's like, <gasps> okay. Could have done much worse. Okay. Uh, what do you think about this? You're a fan of this. I've never read the book series Song of Fire and Ice. What is it? I think it, see, I, I don't even know if it's Song of Fire and Ice or Song of Ice and Fire. Okay. Someone will correct us. Um, it's the you, George R. R. The George R. R. Martin series, uh-huh. um, which I've avoided high fantasy almost my entire life. Why? Why would you do that? Because I'm not into the like. I'm I'm great with magic and dragons and all oh. that. That's cool. What about the elves? Huh? We have British users. You don't like elves? Elves, great. Yeah. All of that stuff, but and like, and I, I love Tolkien and all that. But it's Tolkien. this this Tolkien. Hey, <laughs> so much. this Sorry. series I've avoided because they there's a lot of um, like you have the titles Game of Thrones and Clash of Kings, and I'm just like I don't care about the politics of the whole thing. Oh, you think it's all court shit? Yeah, yeah like all the court shit and the naming of the knights. <laughs> oh, court shit. I don't. I'm not into that court shit. <laughs> I don't. I don't care. 
That being said, I finally, like, at work, I get very bored and I need to have stimulus, so I, I read. <sighs> and I finally... <sighs> wait, I, wait, while people are calling up with, tooth, with toothaches, it's between, you're reading? Wait, it's between What between the is there? It's between the calls. Is there, like, a gap in calls? Sometimes. Oh, wow. Okay. Sometimes. Like, on Saturdays, we get <laughs> a lot of... You're like, huh, court shit. <laughs> yeah. All right, Laquanda. How can I help you today? Why's it gotta be Laquanda? Because it's always Laquanda. Oh shit! It's always. You LaQuanda. sure it's not just somebody? It's else. always a bunch of people from who have state aid from Chicago. That's the colors I get. Are you sure that Laquanda is not just another name, but she can't pronounce it because her fucking teeth are killing her? <laughs> She's like, what's your name? His name's no, 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 actually people, Langdon, but he's like, the people I can't understand when they when they call in because their teeth they're are just all, spitting they're, blood into the they're phone. They're all from. <laughs> they're on their end, just going. <laughs> One eight hundred Dennis. Every every call every day this last week, I got a call from someone saying I'm going to pull my tooth out oh, by shit. myself. Oh shit! That doesn't oh, happen. Shit. Oh shit! But every single oh, day shit. this week, I got at least one call saying, "Listen, I need to find a dentist right now. If I don't find a dentist, I have a pair of pliers in my hand." Oh and I'm like, my god! And I just have to say, "Don't do that." No, no, do, no, 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 Ben! Damn it! This is why we question your dedication to Geekscape. What you say is, "Don't do that." Unless we can tape it for Geekscape. You don't want to see that. We did the fucking saltines challenge twice. Why don't we do There's the... difference between Kansas, eating Kansas. crackers <laughs> and pulling your teeth out with a pair of pliers. One leads to the other. I think that we owe the audience the culmination of the, of the, of the storyline. Maybe we'll have Jason Ellis on here to pull his teeth out. But listen. Oh, Jesus. I, I think the audience would like to see that. Okay. Every day this week that you've been working, some asshole has been called you up saying he's going to pull his teeth out with pliers. Right. So this next time, I'm like, listen, are you in L.A.? Yes. Listen, sir, are you in L.A.? We're going to bring over our specialists. Gilmore and I show up there, like, bunch of parent monkey futs assholes, and we <laughs> shoot this guy just like, maybe maybe we help him. Maybe we tie a, like, fishing line to his tooth and then to the back of the bumper and speed down the street. Maybe we do the thing. You know what I mean? Like, I think the audience wants to see that. Now I'm glad that no one at my work watches this because I might not have a job later. Well, don't do this. <laughs> so Song of Fire and Ice. Song of Fire and Ice. So uh, this this is a huge book series that millions of people love, and I finally gotten into it, and it is awesome. Oh. It is fantastic, Excellent. and if you haven't read it, you need to read it. Um, Perhaps. Uh, John John might. Maybe there'll be a comic book oh, version of it. Oh, I'd be very intrigued. Um, but HBO has finally optioned it to be a series. Mm -hmm. And I guess that they're shooting the pilot right now, which is going to be the first chapter of the first book. Because mm -hmm. the way that they're going to do it is that each season is going to be a book. So hopefully yeah. it does well so you can see the whole story. How many books were there? Right now there's four. Oh, the fifth shit. one's oh, coming no. out. There's, there's supposed to be seven. Oh, I'm not reading that. It's too, supposed to be too much of an Yeah, and each, each one of them is 600 pages. Oh, man. No. They're, back they, in, back they in middle read. school, high school, when I wasn't doing shit because people hated me, mm -hmm. um, I, I could read those books. I can't. No. See, I, I carry Comic around this books, book at yeah. work, and people literally say, is like that a, a real book? You're like a fucking Because it's like, it's like this thick and this big, and there's it looks like a prop. Yeah. From like a movie that a nerd would carry around because it's it, like, like, it's like the, the book equivalent of one of those old people's remote controls that are like over, like this size, right? And you're like, yeah, it looks it looks like a parody of right. uh, of a real book, but at the same time, it's really good. And they just one of my favorite characters in this series is a dwarf uh, named Tyrion, uh -huh. who's like he, he's the imp, the Aww. the imp of Lannister, who's uh, they got Peter Dinklage. To play. Who else was going to play him? Uh, yeah. Willow? Well, you know, they could have gone with someone else, but Peter Dinklage is an awesome choice. And Sean Bean is... Oh, they're getting from legit people. Yeah, this. Sean okay. Bean is going to be the main character of the first book, uh, Lord Lord Eddard Stark. Oh, Lord Eddard Stark. But then they have, like... Oh. they. I just heard that they cast um, the guy... Did you ever watch Stargate Atlantis? No. There, okay, never mind. There was a the dreadlock guy from Stargate Atlantis is playing Khal Drogo, which is like the best character. Is that the black dude that's playing Conan? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, so. Conan will be in this. That sounds good. Anyway, it's um, a great series that you all should read. The and Song of Fire and Ice. I think that's what it's called because I've yeah. heard of it. Um, those people at work. Yes. 
a city with that big ass book and, yes. and what do they say they say is that a real book yeah they, what you they need to do is, is hit him in the face with the book and then go does it feel real bitches exactly be like that that shit feel real oh your tooth is loose why don't you call me a 1-800 dentist go I boom. Really. No, you just show him and hit him in the face I don't know. like I'll knock your damn tooth out with, a, with, with my book uh, so guys um, speaking of the books I like to read is this episode over yet no 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 no, no. you will not be that lucky um <laughs> Books I like to read, uh, you guys, if you haven't seen this on the Geekscape website, we uh, went and interviewed some people from Kick-Ass, Mark Millar and John Romita Jr. Nice. Uh, that's on there. Uh, go check out that video. But Mark Millar has a new book out with Steve McNiven, who was his partner on Civil War. Okay. And they're doing another creator-owned series for Marvel. Um, and th- this book is called Nemesis. And what it is about is, there. Hey, sweetie, how are we doing on time? Oh, we're doing great. A nemesis is, uh, it's got Steve McNiven's artwork. You guys like the, the Civil War artwork. I think he's awesome. Um, they also worked together on, correct me if I'm wrong, they worked together on Old Man Logan, the Wolverine mini, mini that like they did that. in Wolverine. Yeah, with like a future Wolverine. Yeah. I stole some from Gilmore's bathroom. It's good. It's good. Oh, he's keeping it in the bathroom. Oh, you he's haven't been over. comics in the bathroom? To, I won't go in that house. fucking place. I won't go in there. I won't go in there, but I may have to go <laughs> in there to like nice rescue now. comics. His new his new roommate has you know his his new roommate has really turned the place around. Well, his, like his new roommate is of a, of a different persuasion, so like he's probably cleaning all the time and stuff. <laughs> yeah, okay. I like that guy. <laughs> yeah, let Jason's me, great. Let me tell you what's up with Jason. Jason is all about the fucking Farscape. Yes, he is. Farscape. Jason's the shit. Yeah. All right. But I gotta tell you, keeping fucking comics in the bathroom doesn't fly, man. There's no. like moisture and shit like that. I'll get yeah, up on you your can books. Tell. No, yeah. his books are all fucking ruddy. Yeah, yeah. I don't mean to call him out, but fuck it, he's begging your sister right now. Like, I'll like, do whatever the fuck I want. Like, you know what he also does? Kills children. No, he doesn't do that. I don't know why I just said that. <laughs> I want to see the light leave your eyes. Oh, climax. <laughs> Um, so, uh, this. Have you watched South Park this season yet? Uh, not yet. It's pretty good. I usually good. catch up with them on it's South Park Studios. Uh, Nemesis. This book is about a guy who is a super. He's not a super villain. He's like a Batman. He doesn't have any powers, but he's super smart and does mm-hmm. cool shit, like planning wise. But he targets the best cops in the world. Like, so it starts out, and he's like in Japan, and he's about to kill, like, the top police chief. How can right. you call him not a villain? He's a villain. He's, okay. a, he's a villain. He doesn't have superpowers. Okay. Um, but he's yeah, th- th- this guy's like a super... He's not a super villain. He's a villain. And he makes a point to find cops that are like super, you know, uh, celebrated and basically kill them, humiliate them, wipe the floor with them. And, uh, and you see this pretty cool sequence at the beginning where he has this uh, Japanese... I think it's Tokyo. Uh, Tokyo. He's got this cop, and you just see him pretty much ruin the guy's life. They kill him, and now he's like, "All right, I'm coming to America." And he's targeted this Washington D.C. cop, and uh, this guy's. You see him in the middle of a hostage crisis, and he takes care of it in awesome fashion. Mm-hmm. And everybody's like, "Man, you are the best cop ever." They're lauding him and stuff, and he gets a warning letter from this nemesis guy. It's like, "I'm coming mm-hmm. for you on this date at this exact time. I'm going to kill you." Which is exactly what he did. Ballsy. What is exactly what he did to the Tokyo cop? He's like, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh man, this dude does exactly what he says, and now he's coming for the best U.S. cop. Mm-hmm. And then you see him. Then you see that the nemesis guy has killed the president. He's like, I'm not after the president. I'm after you. I just killed the president to let you know I'm serious. Oh like, Jesus! Like, like you know, but Mark right. Millar always puts like pretty blockbuster cinematic right. stakes and everything. So. Yeah, that's uh, that's Nemesis. Is that the, artwork, is that the just... artwork's cool? It's like Steve McNiven, but he's put some more line art into it, so you see a little bit more of his mm-hmm. of his pencil in there. They've they've inked a little bit more of his pencil. They're not just hard lining it. It looks it looks nicer. It looks a little bit like a um, uh, who's that artist who also did some Wolverine? Um, Francis uh, Liu. What's his name? Um, I just put Lionel Francis Yu. Okay. That guy does a lot of line, line art style. That's what it felt like. Now is this is this on is this a Marvel title or is it, it Marvel it's, Max? It's Marvel Icon. Icon. It's the it's okay. the it's the one that the the creators own. The same way that Kickass was put out. Right. But this is called Nemesis. Um. Yeah. Leno Francis Yu has that style and uh, and Steve McNiven's doing it in a way and it looks nice. 
-hmm. Video games. You were telling me that you have just beat God of War 3 for the PS3. How does this rank? I loved God of War 1 and 2. I even beat the little PSP version. How does God of War 3 rank? For someone who really wants a PS3 and to play it. Oh, yeah, no. It's it's definitely worth it. Like, PS3, honestly, it's coming to its It's own. It's totally coming to its own. Like, I, I don't play my... The last game I played on my Xbox was Mass Effect 2. And I just don't touch it anymore. Just because... that game from two months ago. But, but, but like, at the same time, like I, that's I, they're, they're, if you look at my catalog I right beat now. Bioshock. Like I'm like, fucking. Uh, maybe I'll play Bioshock. Yeah, like, but if you look at my catalog right now, it's all PS3 games uh-huh. and one Xbox 360 game. Um, I mean, and also like I, I also watch my Netflix on there yeah. because it does the automatic up-res. Totally. So it, it's it's awesome. Um, but God of War three, great. It's great. Like compared the, to the other two, we know that the other we know that two improved on one. It's all badass. Mm-hmm. How does three? Three three has improved on two, um, because they they. You've lulled me. I mm-hmm. don't know. What to, I don't know what to say anymore. I was touching Ben's face, audio listeners. But it it goes, it goes completely further than the other two in the fact that like the cinematic quality of mm-hmm. it, is just blown up because you have the technology to do it. Right. Um, I'm sure people have heard about because I don't want to spoil anything. Don't but, like, spoil the first, it for me, motherfucker! I'll kill the you. The first major battle, ha- like like all the games. The Is first that major that, like half mountain thing? No, no, okay, no. Okay. Like that that doesn't even come into play until later. But the okay. first major battle, which like all the series, there's always the first classic yes. battle. That it's just like, oh my god, where is the game gonna go from here? Because you fight like the Colossus or Rhodes, and right? And then the first one, two, the first yeah. one was the uh, Leviathan. No, Leviathan. Leviathan. It, the, the, it was the Kraken. The, was it a Viking? It, it was that sea shit thing. It yeah, was yeah. amazing. Yeah. And then you go, and the, it was a Hydra. It was a um, Hydra, right. Hydra, Colossus. This one. Tell me now. It, it's Poseidon. You fight oh, Poseidon. Why not? Yeah. Right, right at the beginning. Tournament of Fish Fingers. And my God. Fish sticks. The way, the way that they made it, the the, the end game of that fight, um, the way it's told. I don't want to spoil it, but don't I spoil do. it. Don't spoil it. The way it's told is insane. Okay. It's absolutely insane. The sequence. Now, now the sequences, you know, you had to do these button sequences. And they changed. I they love the way. I love Please. the way that they. Because by the second one, as much as I love the second one, it does get old. You know? Yeah, and you do, you do, right. you do have those uh, quick time uh-huh. kill events that happen all the time. But what I hated about the first ones is that it was just on. Wasn't it on the bottom of the screen? It was just yeah. like yeah. the different buttons. And, like, and then I they, they started moving like it missed. to the action. They started moving it to the action. Yeah, too. I always felt like I was missing because yeah. I had to look down at the buttons. This way, the, this game, the way that they did it is that if it's the triangle button, which is at the top of the thing, right. it's at the top of the screen. If it's the X, it's at the bottom of the screen. If it's so, it circle, goes screen wise. Square. So you can I know what the, my shit is. Yeah. I know my shit. And I do too. I know until circles. I, up, I know to... circles up on that left side. You panic a little. And you you, panic. Go, you recheck because you don't want to get thrown across the screen by a minotaur. And you're wrong because the circles on the right side. Is that right? Yeah. I got my PS2. I got my yeah, PS2. Yeah, the circles right on here. the right side. The Is squares right? on the left. See, you would have died if it wasn't for. Is that what I said? Uh, the squares on the left. Circles on the right. Yeah, but you said, I, I, oh, I said I said it wrong. Right. Anyway. Oh, I'm dead. Yeah, I just got chunked by a minotaur. I just got. I just got raped by a herpy. And all of the, because it's PS3 technology, like all of the characters are awesomely rendered uh, so like it doesn't just look like blurry gray skeleton kite man you're, you're fighting it's like full-on skeleton warrior from yeah. clash of the titans and now i gotta tell you, you know? uh is this the end of the series did, did they put a finite ending on it please uh, gauge whether or not i really want to hear this i have to say that that's my one concern about the game is that i didn't like the ending okay and that, it's that, because no, it's because it just it. seems like there has to be more because the Did game was so awesome. Okay. You can't. You you want there to be more, but you have to you have to play it through. It's like Pirates of the Caribbean. Like they're gonna do a fourth one. Yeah. Well. Um, yeah. But and it made me want to go get the PS PSP game because PSP's a lot because cool. it ties up everything. I got that. So you have a PSP? I don't. I'll let you borrow. I don't play my PSP that much. I'll I think I can download it. it on on PlayStation Network. Okay, I, I thought think. you were going to talk about something illegal for a second. No, no, no. Um, speaking of portable games, Nintendo 3DS. Nintendo's announced their like 3D system that doesn't need glasses. It's like I don't know how it's going to work, but a lot of people are pissed off because this past weekend, the handheld holograms? the DSi XL came out, What's which that? is it was a larger version of the DSi. So it, it was a DSi, right, which is like about that big, and uh-huh. it was bigger, and the well, the screen's bigger. The screen was huge. 
and it's the DSi XL. I still have that the original just, DS, which is that big yo, gray the fucking thing. Yeah, I got one right there on the desk. I've been <laughs> um, I've been playing that. I played that on my trip to Austin. Yeah. But yeah, they have a DSi XL that just came out, and now they're talking about this Nintendo 3DS. You think that they're wearing out their 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 audience base? Yeah. 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 I know Jake 108 who has that sweet Geekscape themed DSi. <laughs> he's pissed. Well, aren't they? He's aren't now they he's now gonna have like, to get a, get a Geekscape themed 3DS. Like the DS is for the the kids. Like don't say and, that. And kids need I to. Play it. And kid needs kids have that obsessive compulsive. They need to collect everything because kids that's how. Kids play all this. Yeah. But what? I don't know. And we remember Nintendo's first 3D experience. Which the Virtual was, Boy? Yeah, Mr. Cross-Eyes. I played that. Remember in um, remember when you could play those things in um, in the aisles at Toys R Us? Yeah, Toys, Toys R Us. R Us. Yeah. I played that Virtual Boy, and I think my uh, like I got kind of got lost in it, but it wasn't. I wasn't enamored with the experience. Did you I, vomit I, on the floor? I, I was sitting there, and I was playing it. I had to hunch down to fit into the locked thing because it was locked into the, right. the, the, the aisle. And I had to, like, and I was sitting there, and I, it wasn't. I was locked into it because I didn't know what the fuck I was looking at. Like, it wasn't really working well. And I think, by the, like, my mom came to find me, and, and, like, I was just, like, bleeding out of my face. Right. Like, my nose, my eye. Like, I didn't know what that shit. Your eyes turned the red. The Virtual Boy literally hurt your face. Yes. Like, it hurt you. Yeah. And I don't want to be hurt playing a video game. Exactly. Exactly. Um, exactly. Guys, last bit of video game news, right? Because we're almost done, right, sweetie? Laura's coming in checking and seeing how we're on time and stuff. She's such a sweetheart. I think I'm going to marry her. Uh, the original, you guys can still... It's my dress. Laura's got her wedding dress there. I can't watch it or else I... What happens if I, wa- if I see your, your, your wedding dress before the wedding? It's bad luck. Yeah, it never made sense to me. Um, so this game, you guys can play it online. I, I played it uh, about a year ago. It's called Cave Story. Cave Story is one of the greatest side-scrolling stories ever. It's like a Metroid style. Mm-hmm. You start out with no weapons, and then you kind of gain weapons in the same way that you do Metroid. And there's hidden power-ups and things like that. Side-scrolling, like, like uh, what was the one that just came out on the Xbox Live that it was really great? Um, Shadow oh, Complex. Shadow Complex yeah. If you guys like Shadow Complex, if you guys like the Metroid 2D games, get Cave Story. It's you can play it on your PC, or if you Wii owners can download it for like ten bucks on the Wii Store. It's supposedly longer than Mega Man 9 and 10 put together. I got about halfway through it mm-hmm. on the PC before I found out that the Wii version was coming out, mm-hmm. which just came out this past week, and I was like, you know what, I'm going to wait for the Wii version, play back through it, and finish it this time. And it is so much fun because you upgrade your weapons. It's got a little bit of RPG elements to it because if you get hit, your weapons downgrade. Uh-oh. You know, so it, you, you gain hearts. You do all the cool stuff. There's different challenge modes in the, in the Wii version. There's different... Uh, you know, there's a hard version which wasn't in the original game. There's different boss lo- versions and stuff like that. Um, Cave, Cave I... Story is a, a must download if you guys love 2D side scrollers. So definitely download that. I heard that they're doing a re, uh, re-release of Master Blaster. They are. And I am so excited. You still have your Wii? Yeah. I watched the Netflix instant stream through my Wii. I got my, my you got your Netflix. Desk? It looks great. Does it? And I the, was, me- I the was menu setup's that. pretty good. It looks fine, but you know what? I don't have an HD TV in the living room. That's true. Because we just well, don't I have mean, an HD TV. We doesn't. We won't upload yeah, anyway. That, that's my HD thing. So. Uh, yeah, I'm playing the Wii on that. But uh, it looks mm-hmm. great. Works fine. No crazy. I, I'm really impressed by the technology. I didn't have to upgrade or anything. That's weird. You, you didn't have to download anything. It was like the I popped the disc in. I'm watching my Netflix mm-hmm. instant play on my damn TV. That was crazy. Um. Technology, it's, it's, it, Welcome, it escapes Jonathan. me. Yeah, guys, speaking of technology, we do have this new brand new website that we made for you guys at geekspeak.net. The things that you can do there, you can buy t-shirts, you can submit news, you can create your own profile, you can talk to people like Ben and I on the forums. Uh, Maybe him. You can read our stories. Yeah, you are 1-800-DENTIST reading fucking there. Story of Fire and Ice. But um, I want you guys to go there, submit news. This is the news that we talk about on the show. So the more you guys submit news, the more we can talk about on the show. Also look for us in other places. Facebook, facebook.com slash geekscape.net spelled out. Same thing with Twitter, twitter.com slash geekscape.net spelled out. And YouTube, that's where a lot of our HD HD content's going, Uh, youtube.com slash geekscape.net. We're doing a good job of trying to get that stuff up for you guys, but I'm the only editor. So um, as fast as I can edit, as fast as I can write, 
that's how fast some of that stuff's coming up. So check the website. Brian would be insulted if he heard that. Well, Brian's doing a great job. Brian is doing a fantastic job. But he's not writing job. articles. That's true. People like Ivan, Brent, Noel, uh, these are the people writing badass articles. I want to say Brent articles. Moore is awesome. He's, he was the MVP in Austin. Awesome. And, uh, and there's tons of content up on the site. William Bibiani and Michael Talbot kicking ass on the news. So the only place you guys can find any of that is geekscape.net. So please, I ask you, go check it out. Ben Dunn. Don't put We're your hands shake in hands. We're gonna shake hands like men. Yeah. You know that came from. Make sure you know they they do that to make sure you aren't holding weapons. That's well, a, no, that's where it's handshakes a, are. the reason the reason it's I'm you shake with weapons. your right hand oh. is because you draw your sword with the right hand. Right. I'm not gonna go for right. a weapon, right? But I'm left-handed, so I could still draw my sword <laughs> and kill you. 